Welcome everybody to On The Top. Welcome to On The Top Podcast. I am your minister of fun, Eric Johnson. And the human energizer bunny, Caleb Herndale. Welcoming everybody back to On The Top. We were on vacation for a little bit. The minister of fun was out in the desert, and I was on the East Coast just taking it all in. We are energized. We are ready to bring you another excellent episode. What do we got on schedule today? You're right. It's been a little hiatus. I mean, we had to recharge our batteries. I mean, like, you're the Energizer Bunny, but you still need a break sometimes, right? I need my Duracells. However, when most people take vacations from swimming, they get away from the sport. However, Caleb decided he wanted to go further into swimming to take a trip to Carmel, Louisville. Lakeside. Lakeside, everything. So instead of taking a vacation from swimming, he took a... uh, he dove. He dove into it at full, as as hard as he could. It was a vacation from Wisconsin. So a big. vacation from Wisconsin snow. Yes, six inches in here. I got none. Oh, I flew in from Arizona from ninety degree weather to a full blanket of white oh. grossness. Ugh. And I'm just saying, since I've been back, it's been sunny and sixty. So I guess that means I can never leave Wisconsin just, ever again. Yeah, man, never leave for my sake. Just keep the sun here. No more snow. If we see snow in May, I swear to God, I'm out. Done. <laughs> Done. Over. Gone. One well, right. ticket. Well, when we were gone uh, for our little two-week break, there was a big meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tier Pro Series down in Mesa, Arizona. Um, some fast women, some nostalgic swimming, some up-and-comers. Um, just a good meet in this whole series that uh, was slated to be one of the fastest ones in the mm-hmm. series. Absolutely. And one of the sunny ones. I know athletes love to go out there in the sun, bring all their sunscreen with them. Not too much, tan. though. Ooh. Man. For it's... a meet that's only three days long, four days long, mm-hmm. three and a half, whatever, Yeah, uh, there was quite a lot of difference day-to-day from what the weather was. Absolutely. The elements played a huge factor. Big factor. We're first day, hot, 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 then a little bit of wind. And so just like NCAAs, Caleb and I have got – Three awards each that we want to hand out to some swimmers about how well they did or what's going on in swimming. So, Caleb, I know you have a theme. Yes. What is your first award? First of all, what is your theme? What is your first award? My theme are is movies with the word wind in the title. Wind. Because that Wednesday? Wednesday. Oh, my God. That was crazy. So, we're going to focus in on that for uh, my awards and just how different swimmers reacted differently to it. I loved the Swim Swam interviews after the races. Big fan. And so that's how I kind of start with this list. So my first award goes to Haley Flickinger, and her award is Gone with the Wind. Classic. Because she was talking about in her 200 fly, 209.77, she felt like on the last 50 that she was going backwards because of how strong the wind was. And I thought that was hilarious. You know, there was people from the stands saying how if you looked at an individual swimmer, it didn't look like they were going so fast. But if you looked at the waves and the, w- the wind was blowing the top waves backwards while the swimmer was going forwards, it looked like they were moving crazy fast because of that, the, the wind blowing the speed That's on hilarious. the water. So, I mean, it, that would have to be the worst feeling ever. 
Absolutely. It's like biking against the wind, too. You think you're going real fast, and it's just not at all. nowhere. Honorable mention of that was Chase Kalish, because he did mention, because the flags were blowing so out of control because yeah. of the wind, he did mess up his back-to-breast turn in his IM. That's tough. So he's honorable mention, but yeah, I just loved Haley's attitude after, in the interview. She was just laughing and just having so much fun with that. Chase had a good reaction, but he was more pissed about he it. He looked like he was getting perturbed. Yes, he was not happy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you got splits on that? I do not. I do not. But two oh nine seven, that's a great that's a great time right there. Yes. That's for the mace stuff. for this time of year going into summer, absolutely. In the wind, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. And especially the day before that Tuesday was hot. Hot. Real hot. I was down in Arizona on a different part and uh it was super hot one day. Like, we couldn't do anything outside. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I just wasn't used to it because I'm used to 25-degree weather. Um, and then the next day, my aunt and I went out and played golf in the 55-mile-an-hour windstorm with 75-mile-an-hour gusts. And Jesus. it was one of the funnest, most hilarious golf rounds I've ever played in my life. You hit the ball, it goes right back to you. Oh, man. we were, I was driving. I was using my driver on, yard, on holes that were like 150 long with the wind coming at me. I yes. drove the ball on 18, 410 yards just because the wind was at my back and I laid into it. Kind of tweaked my back a little bit, but uh, we'll be all good. All good. All right, what's your first award? All right. I l- I'm so excited for these awards. These are good awards. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. But instead of Shady, it's going to be Allison Schmidt is back. And I'm super excited about this because for the longest time, she was a good face of swimming. I mean, Mm -hmm. she was energetic. She had a smile that went for days, and she backed it up by swimming fast. 159.5 in the 200 going out, 59.2003. That's one heck of a split. That is. For someone who's been retired for two years. That's pretty sweet. Exactly. And then uh, 55-3 going out 26-8 and coming back 28-4 in the 100. I mean, to go under two minutes on a two-year hiatus, come on. That's pretty impressive. That's really impressive. And the thing is, like, I hope that she just continues to thrive. And, I mean, the Olympic team, to from what we see and what we hear from all the athletes and everything – is all about mentoring the younger kids. 100%. And what a good person to be a mentor for someone up and coming that's their first team. Absolutely. Someone who made the fourth or fifth spot on the 200 or 100 relay. It's, it's someone who has been there before. She's not afraid to speak her mind. Nope. And she seems like a good leader and someone who's willing to lead. They See, raged about her leadership yeah. uh, in Rio because she was one of the captains. Her and Beisel were For sure. two of the three uh, women captains, and they raved about her leadership. She's a good person to have back in USA Swimming. Totally agree. I mean, good for her team, good for the teammates, good for USA Swimming as a whole. Absolutely. Awesome. So the Eminem Award goes to Allison Schmidt. The real Schmidt Shady. Guess who's back? All right. Schmidt is back. All right, My what next you got award. for your second award? I'm excited about this one. I have the last Airbender Awards. Now, for you older generation, <laughs> that's Avatar, the last Airbender. I know it's a TV show. Avatar, like James Cameron's Avatar? <laughs> not quite. Not quite. I have that for uh, Michael Lawrence and Brie Larson. All right. The reason they're the last Airbenders is because they talked about in their interviews how they used the wind to their advantage while swimming breaststroke. When they were swimming into the wind, they stayed low to the water. They kept a low profile. Sneaky, sneaky. Exactly. And then coming back, with the wind, they were much higher up in the water. They got a little boost from it. Like a sail. Yes. I think that was really cool that they talked about that kind of strategy during their races. 
and how to use the elements to your advantage. It's a little bit harder for free back and fly, but that's kind of next level thinking, especially at an outdoor pool. Exactly. I mean, every other sport, you have to deal with the outside elements. I exactly. mean, not really basketball, football, baseball, hockey, golf. Now. They're doing, hockey they're doing their outdoor games now, New Year's Day. Exactly. They use different blades in their skates. Absolutely. But, I mean, you know, usually swimming is very uniform. You're inside. It's a pool. The only thing that changes is depth, which can be a decent factor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, long course is short course. But, I mean, if a pool has really bad lane lines, Oof. that that always – and there's a really big guy in the pool, like, overtaking everybody and making it a way pool. Yeah. I mean – it was nice when we had those double lane lines, but they took those out. Those are no more. That kind of sucks. But like I said, it's it's never been really a factor. And no. now that you have to use it, very, very good strategy. I'll say I, I enjoy that because I never, I never would have thought about that. And so that's why they're the last airbenders. Yeah. I mean, especially since, you know, world-class, world-class athletes, they have a bit of a bigger frame. I mean, 100%. You know, hey, if you can have a bigger sale and have yourself push it, it's not Do cheating. it. Do it. It's not cheating. That's smart. All right. What's your next one? All right. My next award goes to a longtime guy that has been on the scene forever. And it is the Glenn Frey Award because mm. the heat is on. Was that a ludicrous lyric, too? I'm thinking the more. The heat is from, on, like uh, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> no, the heat is on. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Gotcha. And the heat has been on since 2003 for Nathan Adrian. Yep. Man, this guy is just a consistent force in USA Swimming. Could he be the most consistent sprinter ever? At least for the United States? Consistency-wise. On a consistent basis, yes. Yes. Consistently the best. Exactly. I agree. Because Irvin, he won in 2000, got out of it, came Came back back in. But for someone to stay in a peak physical shape and that can, you know, alter his stroke and progress his stroke like he has. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't just had the same stroke since 2009. No. I mean, he's, he's made changes. He's, you know, you have to. If you're, if you're staying the same, you're going backwards. Like exactly. they say, in everything, in business, in sports, whatever have you. If, if you're not making changes, if you're not progressing your training, if you're not doing something different, you're moving backwards. So the heat is on, and it's been on, and it's just this massive heat wave. And I, I gave this award just because of how hot it was on those couple of days. I mean, I know the wind was a factor, but I, I saw a lot of people uh, posting on Twitter. I saw a lot of people posting on Instagram about how they did not bring enough sunscreen, and a lot of people got bubbles on their shoulders because Ooh. they didn't realize how direct – you know, the sun yes. was down there. Yes. And so, I mean, you're up there. One, you're playing elements with the wind, but two, the sun, it's going to kill you. It's going to drain you. But big time. The heat is on for Nathan Adrian and it's been on for a long time. And I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, like, again, we talked about Allerton Schmidt being a mentor, a guiding light with these kids. And I mean, with Nathan, you got to think, he's been on the team for a couple years now with Michael Andrew. He's been a couple teams, you know, years or a couple years with with the Danny Kriegers and Dressel and Dressel. You know, what is he? What kind of influence does he have on these guys? And I mean, he's a great guy. He's a super nice guy. And so, I mean, keep the fire going. Yep. He was keep also a captain in Rio. Raved about his leadership. Yeah, for sure. Big time. I mean, like we said, these guys. When you're fast, you're a leader no matter what, whether you like it or not. But yep. I feel like Nathan and Allison have embraced that. Yep. And that's what you need. Because you need someone who wants to do it. Because people follow that passion, and they show it. 
A hundred percent. Absolutely. All right, man. What is your third and final my last wind one, award? <laughs> my last one goes to Olivia Smaliga. It's the A Mighty Wind Award. Another great mockumentary <laughs> in the long line of Spinal Tap, Best in Show. This is actually their first one for rocking a new American record, 2743, 50 mm. back. During the shootouts, mm. that was very impressive. Which one was it? I believe it was the, th- uh, the third to last one. How crazy is that? It's crazy. But I thought that was really cool. Mighty wind. Wind is blowing around everywhere. She sets a new American record outside with the elements. That's pretty cool. That's really cool to do. It sets up very well for Pampax and the American uh, World Championships coming up. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch, those relays. Man, we have an all-around team right now. That's right. I wish they would do 200 medley relays at World Champs. I totally agree. That'd be awesome. I wish they did 4 by 25 relays for short course yards. Ooh, that was my first ever gold medal at conferences in my high school career, the 4 by 25 freestyle relay. Get some. We, I think we went like 42. And we got beat by three seconds by one man doing it by himself. <laughs> and there was four of us. I wonder what place you would have gotten overall. Uh, at NCAAs? Yeah. Oh, we'd probably been B-final, if that. That's terrible. It's terrible. That's four terrible. people. Four people. Right on. Perfect. All right, what's your last award? All right, my last award goes to a young man that's not so young anymore. Um, my Alphaville Award... Goes to Michael Andrew. Little Napoleon Dynamite action right now. Forever young. Uh, we want to give this award to him because this is his last, his very last 18 under meet before he turns 19. Yep. Last junior team, last time to get nag records, um, which we counted up. He has 12 short course nag records and 10 long course for a total of 22 current nag records. Is that good? That is not... <laughs> that is not counting all the times he rebroke them or when someone broke else's or somebody else broke his record. But I think it's good. I, 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 one guy having 22. Okay? That sounds okay. Did he break the game? Uh, High score. What does that I, mean? What's his initials on the uh, the machine? Um, it just can't be MA. It's got to no. be like uh DAD cuz he's he's everyone's dad right now. <laughs> just BOB just insane. Um the kid, let's let's go through it. 52900 fly. 216 200 breast, 100500 breast. That's where it's wind. at right there. In the wind. That's where it's at. That 200 breast is in. The 100 breast is where it's at. That's where it's at. For a freestyler? Ha. That's good. Um, let's see. 100 fly or a 50 fly shootout? 233 234 233 233. And he won that, right? Gross. He won that. Yeah. Okay. Big time. And then the in the 50 free uh, 22 You got first at every single stage, except the last stage. Ugh. When uh, when my boy, the Heat is on, Glenn Frey Award, Nathan Adrian decided he wanted to press the gas a little harder. So um, It's not NASCAR, man. Absolutely insane, man. Absolutely insane. Um, again, 22 NAC records as of right now altogether. That's insane. That's pretty good. Good for him. Good for him. I think he made the right decision. Again, I can say it about everything. Nathan Adrian. Guide him, show him the way. Yep. Whether it be at Pan Packs or World Championships, and especially when the Olympics come around, I mean, he's yep. going to be on that team. He's going to be on a relay. He's With gonna minimum, be on he's going to be on a relay. Exactly. Minimum. Minimum. I think he's going to have one or two individuals. Which ones? I think in the. I want to say the hundred breast. Really? But that's so. <laughs> that's so tight, though. That's so tight. There's a lot of competition up there, and yep. the Americans are just slightly off of what. 
fun of Petey and you know, oh yeah, everybody else is doing. But you got maybe you got Cody, you got Prano, you got yeah. Lacone, you got Michael. You See, got, I think all those are going to be fighting for two hundred yeah, though. Cordis, I, I don't know. Is Michael is going to focus in on that hundred? And I think he's going to make. I think he's going to make the four by one hundred relay. Agree. Outside shot, outside shot, fifty free. I think he could upset. Nathan Adrian. And that's the reason why we need to have a 4 by 50 freestyle relay so we can get more people on the team, six people in the 50 rather than just two. That'd be interesting. Got to be so fast. That'd be awesome. That's like I want 50s in short course and I want underwater races. Why not? Why not Let's add do it. The, why not add the second event? Like, we can go monofinning for Christ's sake. <laughs> I love monofin. <laughs> Me too. Europe knows what's going on. Absolutely. All right on. So my three awards was the Eminem Award for Allison Schmidt, the Glenn Frey Award for a Nathan Adrian, and the Forever Young Alphaville Award for Michael Andrews. Shout out to a good 18 under career. Cannot wait to see what you can do 19 and over. No more uh, juniors and no more nag records. Now we're focusing on world records and yeah, American records. Yeah, come on. Records. Step up with the big boys, son. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. We're rooting for you, man. And as always, there's always a spot for you right here at this table. Get them. All right, my awards were Gone with the Wind, The Last Airbender, and A Mighty Wind. Cheers to an excellent Tier Mesa series. Yeah, I agree. Next stop, Indiana. Indiana. At the Ooey Pooey. That's a decent pool. It's a good pool. There's a little bit of seating there. A little bit. Well, all right. Um, next, we have a series where it's not going to happen all the time. It's going to happen maybe now in August. We call this the musical chairs. Um, as everybody knows, when the championships are up in March, um, there is a round robin of coaching exchanges. One coach quits, another coach fills that position, and then so on, and then so on, and then so on. From head coaching to assistant jobs to, you know, even dive coaches, everyone yep. is moving around, and it's this constant. You know, just almost clown car of just, hey, where's everybody going? It reminds me of that old school music that just everyone's just moving around. I have no clue what you just sang right there. That's okay. <laughs> people people who know. People watch NBA on TNT basketball. All I can think of <laughs> people who watch NBA on TNT with Kenny Smith and Sir Charles Barkley, they'll know what I'm talking yeah. about. All right. All right. So um We'll start off with one that's already been filled. Yep. The Wisconsin coaching job. Yep. With Yuri. Yuri. Um, coming from Cal. Which with, opens uh, up an assistant spot for Cal. Which opens up assistant. Again, just, it's this musical chairs. One person gets up, the next person sits down, and just all the way through. It leaves the chair open. So um, now, coming from North Baltimore, uh, NCAP with uh, Ledecky, and then yep. going over to Cal, having a pretty good career over there. Yeah, he was assistant there. You know, he, I... And pretty good on being very uh, sarcastic, but it was an awesome career. Um, I think they had four top four finishes. Yeah. Um, on both men's and women's sides. And he was just men's. Just men's? He's just men's. Okay. Um, but uh, what a pickup for Wisconsin. Big time. That's Especially a big since hire. this new pool's coming in. It's they, a massive pool. They had to make a splash, and they made a splash with name. But we got they we got to make sure that he's... I know I have complete faith in him, considering where he's been. But they made a splash in name with a new pool coming up. Yep. Now he's got to deliver. Now he's got to deliver. He's yeah. got beta, but the, other than that, the uh, closet. Yeah, decent class coming in. That's it. The closet is I wouldn't say empty, but it's kind of bare, especially uh, kind of on the men's side. But we they got to replenish, retool, and this pool's gonna help out a lot. 
I agree. I just, you know, he's got to surround himself with people that are upbeat, and he's a young guy himself, and, uh, you know, that's what I see coaching is going towards. Younger people, younger coaches, you know, connecting with these athletes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's not just a, hey, how much experience do you have? It's what can you bring to the table? Absolutely. Uh, that's what I feel like, you know, athletic directors are going through in like a high school phase. It's not just, hey, were you a star here? Oh, it's kind of getting away from that. It's, hey, what are your credentials? What can you do? What's your personality like? At least for it's, head coaches. Exactly. It's not, yeah. Perfect. All right, which leaves the assistant uh, for California Open. There's another seat that's got to be filled, and somebody else is probably going to come in from a different sector and say, hey, leave their seat open. My guess is going to be like, uh, someone just moving on up. I think there's assistants. Like a volunteer assistant. Yeah, like the, the assistant, let's say, like the, the distance coach, whoever that may be, or the, the yeah. sprint coach. He'll move up a role, and then the grad assistant or like some of that. Well, yeah, I, I think that's the way it's most assistants are now hired nowadays, just – Looking around, it's a lot of former swimmers who swim at the program, yep. that kind of stuff. Yep, exactly. But uh, the maybe the apple in the sky right now, well, until today at least maybe, was the Auburn head coaching position. Brett Hawk stepping down. He's down. Men and women. That's been out for a while. Yep. I think it's Sergio's. Well, if, from the day that we found out that he was gone, like we thought it was going to be Sergio, and then now... The swim swim came out of the pool saying 60% likely that Sergio takes yeah. it. I mean, uh, his sprinters did work. His 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 From when he's got there, I feel like the program has increased. And wherever Sergio goes, he yeah. does some pretty good I mean, stuff. Brain's not, Brain Holloway from NC State's not going to leave. Nope. Uh, David Marsh isn't going to leave because he's got the sweetest setup right now. Well, I don't think David Marsh can go back. <laughs> and then I don't think Dave Durden, he's the one that makes the most sense. Wife is from there, graduated there, used to coach there. It that all makes sense, and it would get a lot more money, ba- mostly through coaching and the camp. But man, how do you turn down California, the pro group he has there right now? Yeah, and the recruiting class he has coming in, he's got like the number one recruiting class. With, I don't like, think Reese it could be Whitley. Durden. I don't think it could be Durden. It, if it was, who would take the Cal job? Exactly. Oh God, that's open season right there. Oh my God, it makes sense for to... like the personal reasons, but money isn't everything, and I feel like he's made his innate uh, niche out there and. Those I guys, totally agree. Those guys aren't, like, Pernod, Ryan, those guys aren't going to fall into Auburn. They're going to stay in California. But there's a there's a little bit of money in California, too. Just a little bit. But it costs <laughs> but a lot more. But the SEC, I mean, yeah. the SEC does give a lot of money towards sports. Yeah, 100%. Whatever sport, whatever sport it is, they make sure they back them 100%. So, I understand 100% what people are saying. Durden, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. The culture out there in California right now, especially with their the success they had this year on both the men and women's sides, and just everything they set up in the last... 15 years. Yes. All the, mean, and all the Bear Bros making the team the last yeah. Olympics. We got Pebble, we got Murphy. I, I don't see it. Yeah. As much as it'd be interesting, a good story, a good homecoming story, it don't, it's not happening. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I agree. I think it's Sergio. I think he's going to yeah. get it. I mean, oh, I yeah. think they're just kind of opening up the selection process as a uh, you know as a default. So yes. it's just like a, the process. So. Exactly. Um, all right. Next, uh, the Virginia Tech coach stepping down. For interesting. Ned Skinner. Yeah. Shout out. One of the one of the all time greats, and especially in ACC history. Yeah, that was that kind of came out of the blue. It'll be interesting to see if they get up once again. Brian Holloway used to coach there. He's been connect, rumored to be connected. I still have no idea uh, why he would leave NC State. No. He's what he's got going on there. But his assistants are kind of leaving. He's uh, Desorbo went to Virginia. Gary Taylor's every time a head coaching position has been opened up, Gary Taylor's name has been mentioned always. So it'll be interesting to see. That's, I mean, that's the New England Patriots and the San Antonio Spurs. You're the team that's been up on the rise. Your team that's staying good. They're going to want your assistance. Exactly. And Everyone goes to the Popovich system. Exactly. Popovich and Belichick. Once you're getting that role, that realm, your assistants are going to get a lot of good offers. Mm-hmm. 
but you just got to stay true to who you are and stay where you're at. Exactly. All right. Now, one thing that we saw that uh, just kind of before it kind of broke, we were talking about this, the Indiana assistant job. Interesting timing. Very, very weird. It was because I know Mark Hill, he's no longer coaching at Indiana, but I may be completely wrong, but last time I checked, he was he went down to Brazil with some of their Brazilian guys mm-hmm. to swim at a meet. Like I think Vinny Lanza and I think Fantoni might have been there. And they're great. And they, they did, did very really well, well. Really well. But while he was down there on swim time, the news broke that he was no longer on the steps. So it was just interesting. It was weird timing. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he's going. We don't know where he's going. But it was very, like we said, peculiar timing that he's down there with these guys and that and Brett Hawk's down there, too, so I wonder if they're going to do something Brazilian together. You know, I mean, both of these guys have a lot of uh, experience in the foreign swimming yeah. world. He was Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago's, I think, head coach, yeah. the world team or And so, Olympic I mean, team. both of them down there could be like, hey, like, you know, we could open up a pro yeah. training camp somewhere else. I mean, it doesn't have to be strictly United States. Exactly. I mean, Interesting. All right, some other ones. Uh, the Iowa assistant coach is up. That's just another round robin thing. Yep. Um, big thing. Northwestern men and women. Very head interesting. Coach. Wim, uh, women's head coach resigns, and then meds like two days later. Yeah. Very interesting. Now they're combining the program. Once Good. once again, Sergio's name has been connected because he used to coach he used to there. Coach there. Uh, Braden once again, and Gary Taylor. Oh, not not so much Braden, but Gary Taylor's been connected there. Yeah. It's combining, so very interesting to see what they do there. Uh, it's good. I, I, I like, I love the program. Mm-hmm. Decent pool. It's right on the lake. It's down. It's in Chicago. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's hard to build a super successful program when you have so high standards at a, exactly. at a school like Northwest, Northwestern. Exactly. And the I students mean, don't want to get left behind. Exactly. Like, and I know that, uh, you know, swimming is not everything. You have to go to school. You're a student athlete. And so when you're there, they have a lot of attrition because they have a lot of turnover because kids focus on, you know, going into the next step of their career. And, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they won't even look at kids that don't have a 30 on their ACT. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. You know, not a lot of kids in the swimming world have 30. I mean, but at the same time, you know, they have to be competitive because they're in the Big Ten. Exactly. So it's a tough job. I mean, taking that job would be a very um, uh, complicated and uh, a balanced Yes. Um, coaching job. You have to be understanding and you have to have that, you know, stern gas pedal where you, when you want to press it, they have to follow. Yeah. And I think it's also where does the administration want administration want to be? Yeah. If they want to be a top three Big Ten, top two Big Ten team, is that possible? Like, you caught lightning in a bottle with Grievers and all those guys. Mm-hmm. It's possible to have your standouts, but with this such high academic standard plus all the comp- competition within the pro- uh, student life and student program for internships and all that stuff, is it going to be possible to manage both? Yeah. I'm sure it is, Yeah, for sure. but it's going to be a huge challenge, especially if you're telling your future, hey, hey we got to be top three in two MIT years. does a Division three. There you go. And they're, there you go. they're a little, they're, they're pretty they're good. Pretty they're yeah. pretty smart. They're pretty smart. They're okay. And then the last one. The last one. The big bomb News that dropped. Today. Can't believe this is happening. 20 minutes b- ago. Greg Troy. Dunzo. At, with collegiate coaching. With collegiate coaching. He's, Dunzo. He's staying on for the, Olympic, uh, the Olympians and the pro group there. He saw his boy finish through. Go 17. Go 39. That and will be interesting. So, I mean, like, he's still coaching. He's my still big thing. Be down there. My big question is, who are they getting? 
is that just like basically another assistant going to rise up? Because he's still going to be around there all the time. I agree. I mean, maybe he won't have an office in the facility, but he's still going to be at the pool with all the pros and the Olympians, I would assume. Now, I, most of the time, they practice the same time. They practice, you know, the pros and the, uh, yep. pros and the college team practice the same time. But with this, it's going to be a, such a push-pull thing that I think they'd have to have different training schedules. I know, I know, Florida. They have a couple specific pro workouts. Yeah, just because and they have more than ten. They have ten to fifteen guys down there. Oh yeah, if you include there, international right? stars, absolutely. And but the thing is, I just don't see it working with you know two head and I'm giving quotation marks coaches. Yeah, battling back and forth because I mean, like you know, Greg knows what he's doing. A hundred percent. And I feel like if someone tried to come in there and change the culture, if he's on the deck at the same time, it won't I work. mean, look what happened with Indiana. I mean, uh, he had the associate head coaches when um, when Dennis Dale came in there, and, and things didn't work out the best. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's a program where you don't want to see the legacy drop at all. Exactly. And so, I mean, if he's on deck, I feel like he's going to have a say in what's going on. Yes. And so I think that the autonomy of the coach is not going to be respected, of the head coach that, that they hire. So, I mean, if they stay on, if, if they collaborate really well and they have some practices with them and some practices without them, I mean, if I was a head coach coming to the situation, I would want Greg Troy's advice on a lot of things. 100%. I would want him to mentor me into becoming, you know, what, even a shadow of the what standard. he the, exactly. the Florida standard. Exactly. My prediction is he's going to stay on through 2020. I don't think I don't know about 2024. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. He is 67. Yeah, that is a little bit of a stretch, but I think he's going to stay on through 2020. So I think they're going to elevate an assistant and give him kind of like, all right, here's your trial run, quote unquote. Yeah, kind of like a kind of training and, wheels type yes. thing. That's, and then, that'd be all right. And then after 2020, I feel like Troy is going to step down from just retire, be yeah. done, unless Dressel goes like nine gold medals somehow, and he's like, oh my god, we can break every world record. I think he'll step down. And I think if the training wheels kind of didn't work out with an assistant, they'll go national national search. And if the assistant did very well or did re, uh, well, kind of kept the status quo so or you pushed think it's it. It's going to be kind of like an interim type thing. Yes, yes. Where Greg will still be kind of in. He'll be the cahoots, he'll be the he'll, he'll be the puppeteer. He'll be the godfather. He'll 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 be interacting with the athletic director, yes. assistant athletic directors, and saying, "Hey, this is what he needs. This is what's yes. bad. This is what's good." I think he'll. I, I don't think so much at the lecture. I think he'll just be the the head coach, the, the whoever becomes the head coach from like an assistant position. Yeah. I think he'll be more that role. I think, I think he'll be done with the administrative side of things. Besides like pool time. All right. Well, the thing is, the hard thing is with with college coaching, and I've heard this from several different sources about when you're a national team coach and you're and you are respected in the world of coaching, like the literal world, the earth of coaching. Yes. You do a lot of different things in terms of symposiums and talks and stuff like that. And if you're gone a couple days a week, you know, every two weeks, that's hard. That is hard. It's hard to rally around a coach, a head coach that's supposed to point the direction of the team with the compass, with their personal compass, and you're supposed to follow it. Um, I've heard that. Gotta have good assistants. You know, I've heard that the assistants at ASU are killing it because Bob's gone a couple days, you know, a month, and it's yeah. hard to rally around. 
It is. And the thing is, you have to trust your assistants. And I feel like that balancing job takes a toll on you and your swimmers. And so maybe this is him saying, I'm committing to my athletes that are going to try to make the team, try to make a team, whether it be United States or a, a different country. Mm-hmm. And I th- feel like he's doing his a selfless act to get out of there. Yeah. Um, just because it's hard to do both. It is. Big time. Right Absolutely. So as this um, this round robin, musical chairs, domino effect thing happens with all the coaches around the NCAA and even clubs, um, we'll try to keep you updated with what's going on with our Twitter page and our, uh, our Facebook and everything. But uh, look out for what's going on because it's exciting. I mean, you know, programs can change with a one coaching switch. And look at NC State. Boom. Look at NC State. They went from dead last at ACC's all the way up to third and fourth in the uh, NCAA. NCAA. That's pretty good. It's insane. That's pretty good. All right. Well, um, wrapping up, we got one thing. With the new season coming on, um, it's hot outside. It's good. You know, it's a time where new kids are joining because of uh, of either one they got they're done with their high school sports or whatever. Um, we had a month break. Um, so therefore, with that month break, bad habits can happen. Mm-hmm. And nipping habits in the bud right away is the key, I think, of technically amazing swimming. 100%. So for our training trip today, I want to talk about something that I've believed in almost forever. Lay it on us. Lay it on. All right. Now, doing drills just in the first part of the season is and in, 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 in not respecting them throughout is just negligence, right? If you don't take care of your stroke, it's like a car. If you don't take care of your stroke before it breaks down, you're going to pay a lot of money or time or energy to fix it afterwards. Yep. You've got to maintain it, all right? But as the first part of the season comes, I'm more worried about solidifying strokes in the water and getting the endurance outside of the water. Mm-hmm. And for one reason. If you kill somebody in the water and those muscles are dead, it's going to be very hard to get any kind of a production out of them, mentally or physically, from a technique standpoint. Absolutely. They're going to be so focused on making the intervals that they're exactly. not about their stroke. And then afterwards, when Bad they're spent, if they've, if they've done an hour you know, in the pool and 45 of that was a main set where you're murdering them, they're not, they're not going to be up to a mental capacity or focus level or physical capacity to do these drills. And so doing these drills and making sure that they're taking care of themselves in the water is the most fundamental thing that I can think of. But then outside the water, whether it be running or lifting or doing some kind of circuit training, getting that endurance sparked and then taking care of the in-water endurance later on is what I think is a fundamental part of swimming. Yeah. Um, you're tiring out their land muscles rather than their, their swim muscles so they can take care of their early catch and their six-beat free and whatever have you. Um, so I urge you to try it. I urge you listeners that are coaches out there to try it. Take care of some swimming stuff. These kids need rest in the water. And I mean, like, they, had, they just had a break, you know, so they're obviously going to be broken down with whatever stroke they have, probably all four. I mean. yeah. But at the same time, get the endurance outside the water. And if you have to, take less time in the pool, more time outside. Um, we had a, uh, two and a half hours the other day, and we did, we're supposed to go two hours of swimming, 30 minutes of dry land, and we went hour and a half of swimming, hour of dry land. Oh. We ran, we did sprints, we did abs, but taking care of the endurance 
sparking it right away rather than tiring them out and just becoming a, you know, a half-charged battery the entire time. It's kind of like you mentioned with the car. I feel like with, you got, you're checking your engine, you're checking your tires, making sure all that's rotated, making sure all that's good. Then you want to drive the car. Exactly. Then you can go up to 90, up to 100. If you just start, oh, I'll just hit the road going 80 or 90, all of a sudden all your lights are going to flash on. about half your yeah. tires are shaking and everything. Exactly. Like when I went on my, before I went on my trip, I made sure everything was set to go mm-hmm. so that when I got to Louisville, I got to all these places, I wasn't like, oh, man, I hope nothing happens. Exactly. I had confidence that I was like, hey, we took the time in. Everything was fixed. Everything was where it's supposed to be. And now I can take this road exactly. trip. And I think a, a big thing that coaches mess up on is that once they get into the endurance phase in the water, they get rid of all their drills. Exactly. Like, you got to maintain the car. And even you, if you don't do drills or believe in drills, which there, which there's some people that are, do and some people don't do that many drills, you still got to worry about – you still got to focus on technique. I agree. You still have to have dedicated time or, all oh, right, yeah. you may not be doing – one arm freestyle or two kick, one pull breaststroke, but you still got to have dedicated time focusing on technique. For sure. So help each other out. Get that endurance outside the water in the first part of the season. You can migrate into it in the water for sure, but keep the swimming muscles sane and rested for those drills, for the learning, building the foundation of those strokes. Absolutely. Perfect. And, and swimmers, help each other out. Coach each other up nicely. Peer coaching is always the best. It's always. Always the best. Well, all right. So uh, thank you guys for putting up with our two-week hiatus. Um, coming over the, just coming up the, uh, covering the Mesa Swim Pro Series. Yep. A little bit of round-robin coaching. Yep. And uh, the training trip. Um, look out for more episodes of On the Top coming up. Uh, we've got a lot of cool things coming uh, in terms of progressing this thing forward. And we just want to thank you guys for all the listens that we've got, all the likes on Facebook and Instagram. Um, all the support, all the reach Everything, yeah. We've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of support. It's really cool to think that, you know, someone across the nation or world is listening to us jib-jab and, and shout to Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Letting us MC the awards banquet <laughs> this past Sunday. That was awesome. That was a good time. All right, for all of us here on On the Top, you got the human energizer buddy. And I got the minister of fun, Eric Johnson. We are out. Peace.